0: welcome into the future Socks podcast my name is elijah evans and i'm here today with another special edition prospect interview i've got starting pitcher jonathan cannon with me today who's coming off a season in which he pitched 25 games between high a winston-salem and double a birmingham welcome in jonathan good to have you yep thanks for having me yeah for sure man we appreciate it um so we'll start here, you know, what were kind of just how did the season wrap up for you? I saw you pitch in August, you know, you were transitioning to Birmingham at that point. You finished out, you know, the whole second half of your season with with the Barons. How did everything kind of finish out for you towards the end of the season?
1: Yeah. <clears throat> well, obviously started off and started off in high and then making that jump to double A um, was definitely a little bit of an adjustment. Um I felt like the last um four or five starts I started moving in the direction that I wanted to head um especially heading into next year um, I, I think that it was, it was more just about figuring some things out. And, um, I, I feel like I was able to do that and feel like I'm in a really good spot going into next year. So what were, what were some of the main things if you can kind of
0: pinpoint them when you were transitioning from high A to double A? Cause I think a lot of guys I've talked to that specific jump from high A to double A is like, is the jump for a lot of people. So mm-hmm. were are there any particular things that really made that jump, you know, kind of that tough adjustment period?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think, um, one of the biggest things that, I think gets a little overlooked um, outside of just like the players and the teams in general from people the outside looking in is the change in the balls. Um, The, the balls are uh, very different. The high and low A use the minor league baseballs. And then once you get to double A, you start to use the big league balls. And I I think that that's just an adjustment in in and of itself. Um, I think they're a little bit um, harder to throw. Um, I think you just, you just have to be really confident in your pitch shapes and trust and everything. Um, there's a little less seam on them, so you really got to be um, you got to be comfortable with with all your pitches. So I, th- I think that was like one of the main adjustments. Um, I think the strike zone is noticeably smaller in Double A um and I think that's an adjustment and it's just you're just going up in levels like it's just better hitters um hitters that have good approaches and when you make mistakes they don't miss it and I I think that that's just part of moving up levels so I I think all of that was part of the adjustment and I think once you kind of um once you're able to kind of make that adjustment and it, it becomes a lot more game planning and scouting reports and figuring out how you want to attack each other where um, a lot of times in low A or high A, you can just get away with outstuffing people and you, you can, like you're just going to be flat out better than than some people. So I, I think that once you get to double A, the playing field gets evened out a lot a bit um, a lot and, and you really got to be sharp.
0: Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. Honestly, when I was in Birmingham, I remember there was some calls that I I thought looked like strikes, but it is a little tighter than you notice at other levels. So it kind of just that, that eventual kind of all those different factors makes it makes it an adjustment. So what is your, I, I know, I think at some point you were throwing six full pitches, at least to my memory. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you've had, you've been a guy who always mixes and matches a lot of stuff in the past. How many, how many pitches are you really focused on right now? And are you still kind of has the organization
1: kind of shifted away from certain pitches towards others, or what? What's your pitch mix kind of looking like right now? Yeah, so so right now my pitch mix stayed the same pretty much all year. Um, the usage changed a lot throughout the year and fluctuated. And that's one of the main things that I'm going to work on this off season. Um, I throw the sinker, the four seam, the cutter, and then slider, curveball are my two breaking balls, and then a changeup. And I, I think that I um, I was throwing a lot more fastballs when I was in high A. And specifically, I was throwing a lot more four seams um, at IA. And I think when I got to double A, um, the first thing I noticed was my four seam wasn't as good with that, with the Major League Baseball. So I kind of shifted away from that and got a little bit more cutter happy and threw a lot more cutters. And I, I think that actually worked against me a little bit, um, throwing that cutter so much and trying to use it as a fastball. And it is a fastball, but trying to use it maybe more than I would have liked to. I think it took away from its shape a little bit and it started backing up on me a little bit. And that pitch got me into a lot of trouble once I got to double A. So I I think it for me, it's just um, figuring out the usage and looking at the numbers and figuring out what works, what doesn't work, and and what do I need to do to to be successful in the big leagues.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. It's interesting you say that because I know your cutter was kind of one of your more dominant pitches um, when you were at the lower levels and coming out of college, especially. So it's it's cool to see. I mean, it's it's a balance, right? You have a lot of different yeah. offerings, but figuring out which ones are really maximizing your, your you know, your movements and your skill set is important. How about those two breaking balls? Because I know you've you've kind of bounced around with which one you prefer to mine, at least from what I've noticed. Okay. Are you feeling more or less comfortable with the slider or curveball or are you adjusting either of them?
1: Yeah, um, I, I'd say that I'm probably more comfortable with the slider. Um, the curveball was a new offering for me this year. I've thrown it in the past, um, but I picked it up as just a, another offering to lefties. And I felt that my my slider um, was, was a really good pitch, but I felt that I needed another pitch to, um, to really slow it down a little bit because even my changeup can get pretty hard at times, which is a good thing. But I felt like I needed something in the lower 80s um, to to just change speeds a little bit more. And the curveball is actually statistically like one of my better pitches this year. And I had a lot of success with it. Um, and I probably should have thrown it a lot more, to be honest. And the slider for me is always been a pitch that I've been able to throw. But this year I ran into a lot of trouble with location. The uh, The shape of it was was really good pretty much the entire year. Um it, it was more just about location and throwing it in good spots. And when I did get into trouble, it was usually leaving it out over the plate. Yeah, you got div- a lot of different
0: offerings, but it sounds like you know one of the biggest things moving forward with you because you've had a lot of success so far in the minors is trying to look through, you know, which ones you can really pick and choose at different times and figuring out how to balance them in the best way possible. How is a, you know, so you threw, I think seven innings to my knowledge, I think um, last year, you know, when you had gotten drafted, but this season, you know, 121 innings between high A and double A that's, that's Mm -hmm. a lot on your arm. How is your arm physically feeling now? And how are you kind of, you know, approaching it in the offseason, knowing you threw more than ever?
1: Yeah, I, um, I, I really felt I felt great all year um, from from spring training to my last start in Chattanooga. Um, my arm really felt great all year. Um, I, I never had any any setbacks or, or anything like that along the way. And I, I think that that um being able to do those couple innings in Canapolis after the draft were very beneficial to me to figure out like my routines and what works and how, how am I going to be able to stay healthy through the course of a long season. And, um, I mean, obviously your body gets sore and it breaks down a little bit towards the end of the year, but, um, I, I was very happy with, um, how my arm felt throughout the year. So obviously I'm going to try and take some of the stuff that I did last off season to lead me that led me to a healthier year this year and, and try to apply it to this off season. So, I mean, I took a couple of weeks off. I, I just started throwing again this week, um, nice and light. And really it's just to, uh, try and get off the mound, maybe a little bit sooner and work on the things that I need to work on because as, as pitchers, it's tough to work on stuff when you're not on the mound. So, yeah. so that's kind of the balance is you want to take time off, but you also want to be able to work on stuff before you go out to spring training. Yeah. That's awesome
0: to hear that the arm was feeling good though throughout the season. I mean, that's, that's mm-hmm. hard at, especially at, you know, you're set your first full professional season. A lot of guys deal with arm stuff and, you know, being able to get, make all of your starts essentially is, is a really great sign for the future. Is there anything I think you've you're pretty consistent in this department but is there anything mechanically that you're trying to adjust right now or are you kind of just like you said you know pitch mix usage all that stuff
1: yeah um mechanically is a little bit of um cleaning up my lower half i i think that um there there's some movements that i do that are maybe a little bit inefficient and um i i think that i can utilize a little bit more in my lower half and will that lead to an increase in a little velocity maybe I'm not sure but I, I think at the very least it will help all of my pitches um, and I think that it will allow me to be even more sustainable down the road because the goal isn't to throw 120, it's the goal is to throw 200 plus. So I, I need to make sure that I'm, I'm sustainable through the whole year by having really good mechanics.
0: Yeah. Not many guys throw 200 plus these days. It would be a, it would be pretty awesome for a lot of people if you were doing mm-hmm. that eventually, um, you know, shifting away from your pitching a little bit and kind of looking at the, the grand scope in Birmingham, the, the Birmingham rotation towards the end of the year was really added a bunch of guys, you know, from an Australian eater and bush coming over to you making your way up and and mayna kind of eventually making his way to AAA. how how do what do you think you know the future of that whole core that you pitched with in birmingham looks like because i think a lot of people are looking at that rotation as you know the majority of key pitchers for the future potentially
1: yeah i um i really i really enjoyed getting to know um nastrini bush and eater when when they came over um and at the trade deadline and um pitching to Kara when, when he came over with Bush as well. Um, I, I really enjoyed getting to know them. And I, I think that it was it was very beneficial to have all of us together. Um, we all love talking about pitching and and we we talk, we bounce ideas off each other all the time. And it's and it's cool to get insights from guys that were with other organizations and just see how different teams do different things. And you're able to be like, okay, hey, like maybe I can take something from this guy. Uh, maybe he can learn something from me, and it's 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 really cool to uh, hear other guys' perspectives on on what they've uh, gone through in the minors so far, and what's made them successful. Because all three of those those pitchers have had a lot of success in the minor leagues. No, not
0: completely. That's exactly right. I mean, I think it's, you can only some of the best learning comes from each other and from other people I've yeah. talked to. It sounds like that's one of the biggest things this year within the White Sox organization was all these new players were added and kind of, you know, finding the way to mesh, but also learn and teach each other in that process uh, seems like a great opportunity. What is a, you know, what are some of your kind of, you You said you took a few weeks off of throwing mm-hmm. and now you're back into throwing. What does the rest of your offseason look like for you? And kind of what's your, your timeline like um, heading into this winter going to next year? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So I'll um I, I'm pretty much working out and I'll I'll probably throw a, a couple times a week for the next uh for the next month or so and just start to start the process of building myself up again um and, and just lifting and trying to get stronger. Um I, I um I'm pretty happy with my weight and everything. I think it's more just about continuing to get stronger, um, maybe put on a little bit of weight. Um I, I think that I could hold it, but um for, for the most part, it's gonna be about trying to get off the mound and really work on the things that I need to work on, which I think, I think it's a little bit of usage, but I also think that I can clean up um, some stuff with the cutter and the slider and start to work on a little uh, command and everything like that uh, as spring training gets a little bit closer. So I'm, I'm not, I started throwing off the mound this year in in January and so I, I think that I'm aiming for maybe a couple of weeks before I did last year and and go out to spring training feeling really good about where I am at, where I'm at on the mound. When you say clean up the cutter and slider, if I, are you, are you thinking about adjusting
0: the movement profile on any of your pitches or is it more just kind of that consistency of the command, like you were talking about earlier?
1: Yeah, I think it's mostly consistency and command. My, my cutter, um, Dropped off a little bit, I think, in like early August, mid-August. Um, and, and I think it was mostly from trying to throw it a little too hard. Um, when I try and throw that cutter too hard, I lose some of the horizontal movement, which makes it a cutter. And it was turning into a little bit of a bad fastball. And so that that was the pitch that got hit on me the most when I was in double A. So it, it's cleaning up basically just means getting it back to where it was and, and making sure that I'm getting the right the right movement on it. And the slider is, is really just – trying to clean, find something that I can throw like a, a grip or, or whatever it might be a thought to uh, make sure that it's staying consistent throughout the year, especially with being, me being able to command it is is the most important thing.
0: Yeah. You've kind of hit on
1: this already, but is there any particular goals you
0: have, you know, for 2024 in terms of where you want to be at, how you kind of want to develop as a, as a player, you know, within the organization and everything?
1: Yeah. I mean, I want to, um, I want to go out there and I want to obviously try and, make the big leagues in, in 2024. And I think that it it starts with being prepared when I go out to spring training and which is why I'm trying to get off the mound a little bit sooner and make sure that I um I, I clean up the things that I need to clean up. I, I thought that I thought that I had a good year. I thought that it could have been a lot better. I thought that I made a lot of uh, rookie mistakes, so to speak. And just in my first year, just being a little bit stubborn with, with some of the, the pitch shapes, or maybe i Could have changed something a little bit sooner, but it was a really good learning experience for me. And I think that that is going to really benefit me down the road. And so it's just going to be about going out there next year and wherever I start, um, just going out there and executing pitches and, and being able to make every start week in and week out. Yeah, that's a that's exciting to hear you say that. I think a lot of people are are looking at twenty twenty four.
0: You know, at some point, as a, as a realistic option for you, and that's a it's cool that you're kind of you're working towards that and you want to get there because it's it's mm-hmm. you have a you have a real shot there. So yeah, we appreciate you coming on and talking with us, and we uh we look forward to seeing everything with you next year. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. I, I enjoyed it.